Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat Episode 5. We are sweltering, live streaming, and talking Star Wars live in beautiful, the home of show business, Hollywood, California. We are here. We're showing the business right now. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Leaving. There we go. We have got uh, no business is good. Business is good. Trust me. Trust All right. me. All right. That's right. We're in. We're in Hollywood, not in Van Nuys. It's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be I okay. Live there. That's true. <laughs> hey, I've had some very good stickers printed in Van Nuys. All right. So I, uh, I, I admire their um, adhesive <laughs> skills. They are a great community of sticker manufacturers, and we hope they thrive and continue to produce. Sticker goods for um, idiot fans the worldwide. <laughs> Van Nuys. Come for the stickers. Non-spawn. Yes. But our guests today, uh, two of my favourite podcasters, are joining me to talk quite a week in Star Wars news. And I- I'm impressed. I-, I-, I don't know if you could go like look at Lucasfilm history, but... This could be uh, the, the sweetest eight days of news that they have uh, produced from uh, the Clone Wars panel at Comic-Con to the cast announcement on uh, last Friday. So we've got some uh, very exciting things to discuss from the Who Talks First podcast by the Knights of Rant. Hi. It is Courtney Everett. Welcome back. Hi, guys. I'm excited to be back. Nice. You're our first return guest. <gasps> Am I really? Yeah. That's so exciting for me. Yeah. Even like producer Rashad, he's not even returning this week. So, <laughs> so that's how that's how much we like you, yes. or, or lowly we think of Rashad. But um, he's he's actually uh, he's visiting his mother. He's allowed to do that. I don't know. I feel like we're his family now. That I guess that's true. And this show is his child, mm-hmm. and he should be here to nurture it with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a fan's in it. And our other guest, lattes with Leia podcast uh amy ratcliffe how you doing buddy good i'm happy to be here thank you for having me i'm glad we finally made it happen you're very busy you are uh i admire how busy you are you got to do a panel at comic con we'll talk about another panel later on but about your book uh give that a, a bit of light sizzle yeah, I was on my first ever author panel, which was pretty surreal on a lot of levels. And it was the Lucasfilm publishing panel. And I just felt completely outclassed, out of place, fangirling Come the whole on. time. Timothy Zahn over, I don't know, it was surreal, but it was pretty cool. I um, I like it. I, I imagine that you're someone that maybe, I know, maybe you get to places on time. But I, I like the thought that you <laughs> Not were like... Not tonight, but generally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the thought 
were waiting to get in a publishing panel like another year at Comic Con. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's like too full. Yes. And now you're on the stage. That's so cool. That's so it exciting. Was cool. It was pretty neat. And um, what's it's Women of the oh, Galaxy? Oh yeah, I gotta work yeah. on that part. <laughs> you've got you've got a few months. This is this can be your training. Uh, this I is Sizzle One Hundred and One. I wrote a book called Star Wars Women of the Galaxy featuring 75 amazing female characters from the films, comics, books, games, and it has over a hundred never before, not never before seen, just unique illustrations Mm -hmm. by 18 different female and non-binary artists and all kind of in their style. So the art's amazing. Now, whenever anything's announced in Star Wars, someone has to ask this question. Is it canon? Is Mara Jade in it or not? Own up, uh, baby. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. And um, <laughs> or I do know, but yeah, I have to wait to find out. See, you're getting good at the sizzle already at Sizzle 101 yeah. in one minute of in class. That mystery box. Oh, you know? keep practicing. Yeah, the mystery box. I have till October 30th when the book comes out. And uh, nice, very nice. Um, and the forward's written by Kathleen Kennedy. Yes, it is. I got to announce that at Comic Con and. It's some of those things when you're like in the project for so long, you're like, what have I said to people that I was, you know? Yeah. Um, so getting to announce that was, is really cool. Nice. How did that come about? Like, was, was that something you asked for, something they offered? She, I guess, was very into the idea of the book from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, and then once she saw a copy and apparently was okay with it, they asked her to do it. And she said, yes. And they, meaning my publisher slash Lucasfilm slash somebody that I'm not positively sure about. That's awesome. Yeah. It's... And, um, and and if you were a very naive viewer of YouTube videos, you'd also be getting like a backup forward by Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Select YouTube videos carefully, you guys. Uh... I like how the, the group side that yeah. happened there. I was just like, all right. If, if, if your YouTube channel has done nothing but hate Star Wars for seven months, Maybe it's time. You're the best Star Wars fan, clearly. I um so much energy. I posted this um this meme. I don't but it's the first time I've ever seen it. It's of a guy juggling things and he was they they've like photoshopped in all the things coming next year in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And there was like um, you know, the stream, you know, resistance and celebration and episode nine and clone wars. Um there was other things. He was juggling a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I sort of saw it and was like, Well, if one of those things that that guy's about to drop doesn't really excite you at this point. Like, maybe just call it a day. Just, just watch and the. None of those things, yeah. If, if the um, just stick to the uh, original trilogy VHSs and uh, live your ha- life. Have fun with it. It's really easy, guys. It's, just, it's so <laughs> just easy. Not engage with the things you don't like. Yeah. Much. It's tough. That's an option. It's, it is. It's, it's quite a skill, I must say. Now, not um, doing anything. I like to uh, review the, the tweets of the week that will, that will drive the show. But I actually, first we should say that uh, people can call in uh, to talk to us on 646-668-8360. Uh, we've got Jared from uh, Podcast 2187. He's uh, producing tonight. He's going to overthrow um, our, our previous producer. But Jared, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. And, and we've got graphics tonight. So, like, for regular viewers, the people think that you are a magician. You're a wizard of the graphics that, that when the gra- when you came, the graphics came with you. It's true. I mean, I, I do feel like uh, bad luck is somehow going to end up giving me notoriety, which it, uh, it works. Okay. Nice. 
So uh, that number's on the screen, and we've got a bunch of people on hold already, so I look forward to uh, chatting to them about the week's news. And also, if you're watching live on YouTube, the chat room is monitored by our chat room reporter, Emily Lind, who's got a helicopter over the chat room as we speak. Emily, how are things looking down there? <laughs> Things are looking good. We've got quite a few people in there. Everybody seems excited for the show. Nice. And um, how, how are we sounding? How are we looking? I, 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 not like that, Courtney. You'd, oh, my God. Okay, don't worry about it. You, you, you haven't opened with a complaint how we sound, so I assume it's working reasonably well. Oh, no. I think we'll talk about her, so I'm just starting to break up a little bit. Okay, well, uh, that's very exciting. Uh, <laughs> Courtney wants things to go badly. She just she Keep gets... you on your toes, you know? <laughs> Dude, my toes are sore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm borrowing my cat's paws. Uh, Emily, um, if, if people want to write questions or comments in the chat room, uh, we'll get Emily to report back on that later on in the show. I love to um i love the twitter all over it that's where i that's my star wars place of business that's where i like to like chat star wars and, and see what's going on so we run through uh some of the top tweets of the week and um of course we had the uh, huge news over comic con and the following week that uh both the clone wars was coming back and we had a star wars episode 9 cast announcement so i figured we would poll the audience after all the star wars news this week i am most hyped on and two percent said new collectibles at Comic-Con. 8% said new publishing at Comic-Con. Amy, I'm glad you voted. Um, yeah, that, at least one of those percent. <laughs> five other accounts. 2% uh, said new cast. And very surprisingly to me, to my sensibilities, 48% said uh, they were most excited about the new Clone Wars episode. Woo, woo. And uh, so I, I, I love polls on Twitter because I think they're the, the true voice of the people. You have to have an account. You can only vote once. Anyone can vote. So you um, like me and have seven Twitters. <laughs> oh, you, you do have. I never know who to tag. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> She's given me 14 different phone numbers. It's, it's very hard. Uh, Courtney, which but one? She comes here so you can find her all the time. I know. I, know. It's, it's... I got bangs from last time, though, so I'm different. Enigma. <laughs> All right. The Enigma Courtney. Which yes. one did you vote for? Okay, I don't remember, but I'm going to I think I voted for Newcast because I, I, I work in the animation industry, so I've known about Clone Wars for about like five months now. So I am very, very excited, but... It's not news. It news. wasn't like news. I was very, very excited at the time, yeah. but it wasn't like big news. I was more just like sitting in my seat everyone to like find out that, that was the most awkward humble brag ever like you actually you're very you were sort of bragging about it but you were not happy about having to do it i, I well because i but it's true i would have said clone wars because i don't want to sound hypocritical because like clone wars is my all-time favorite star wars thing like in all of all the star wars things clone wars is my favorite of all the things that guy's juggling of all the things that guy's juggling I love Clone Wars, and so I didn't want to sound like, well, whatever. Well, I'm like, no, I'm really excited about it, but I've just, I've 
that's the industry I work in. So I have, I know people who work on it. So it kind of came through the grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I I'm a master it. of voice. <laughs> also, like, hire me for made a TV shows, I guess. I, I would just hire her for her ability to keep a secret. I, yeah, I, 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 could, I could do that because I want them to hire me. <laughs> Now, Amy, you're, you're in a very strange position with this poll because um, obviously you love new Star Wars films. Yes. But uh, you're involved in the new publishing and you were hosting the panel that announced the new Clone Wars. So, so I'm, I'm very curious at, at which one you are going to vote for. This is not even a question. It's Clone Wars. Because like Courtney, that is like my Star Wars. That is so the good. thing I love most. In all of Star Wars. All right, here we go. There's 12 episodes of the Clone Wars, right? You, you like, there's too many things to juggle. Do you know what I mean? There's new laws. You can only juggle one thing. You've got to burn everything else. So you've got the 12 episodes of the Clone Wars or the proof edition of your book. Oh, why would you do that to me? Because <laughs> it's fun. Because <laughs> it's fun. You know what? Oh. Mm. No, I want to it's your book. Let it be your book. I'm like, but I'm like, oh, but Clone Wars. And then nobody will, well, no, that's not true. People will still find a reason to give me shit on the internet. So oh. <laughs> no matter what. No matter. I'll be like, let her have her book. I mean, we, we did get a lot of Clone Wars. I'm very excited we're getting more. That's true. But thanks, Courtney. All right, you can have your book. <laughs> okay, I, I put away I put away the, the lighter and the, and the kerosene. I, I do have to say when people, we talked about this on the, the bonus show last week. If um, at the end of these 12 episodes, guys, and you want the Clone Wars to come back, this is a new age. No petitions necessary. No campaigns. Just watch those episodes over and over. That's, that's the new voting process is paying for the streaming service and watching those shows. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, the graph doesn't lie. If the graph's super high, the graph will continue. What I do find, I mean, I could be totally wrong about this because I'm not super Twitter savvy, despite having seven Twitters, uh, <laughs> is that I haven't seen a lot of people, like, I haven't seen anyone complaining about those, the Disney streaming service. And that's, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with the Disney streaming service because, like, the only thing I intake is, like, Disney stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that but, would but, be like, like anyway. yeah, that's just the yeah. gift. But you're, you're one of those streaming tolerant types. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I am, I guess. <laughs> What can I say? Uh, but I am like, well, because like with uh, the announcement of like Titans, not to take it too much away from Star Wars, but everyone I saw was complaining about the DC streaming service. But meanwhile, for Clone Wars and the Disney streaming service, I, I didn't see that same sort of backlash. People were like, all right, I'll get it. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, they had me from there. Like Disney streaming service. I'm like, here you go. Yep. <laughs> I was like, done. Yeah, didn't even get to the second syllable. No. no. Bobby I. He just like says Diz. Yep. Yep. I'm like, it's in. Now, our next tweet is um, from you, Amy Ratcliffe, at Amy underscore geek. Uh, this picture is from the panel, pretty much captures my emotions about Clone Wars Saved. And it is a Jeremiah Good. He was in the right place at the right time to capture you guys watching in wonderment. It's Ashley Eckstein, uh, Dave Filoni, and you watching the screen. And Amy, 
bless your hands clasped together. That's so precious. <laughs> that was so exciting. That's I, I retweeted it with like when you wish upon a clone war or something. It was <laughs> it was so sweet. Now you didn't know that this clip no. was going to get played. No. How did you think the was going to end? I had a whole show flow from Lucasfilm PR, and the ending just said we're going to play a sizzle reel, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool. They have a lot of material to work with. Kevin Yost is a great editor. He makes all those great trailers. They're going to make something beautiful, emotional. We're all going to cry. The end. <laughs> but I didn't even question it. I was like, huh, cool. That'll be cool. <laughs> and then even when it started, I thought the first part, until it got to the words, I was like, wow, they made something new for this sizzle reel. Like, that's a lot of work, but... Okay, maybe they just really wanted to give something new to the fans. It's a good sizzle. It is a good, yeah. Love a good sizzle. Good sizzle. The um, it, it's interesting to watch back and and with the audience reactions, the the gradual like acceptance realization. Yeah, and... just like people are going, do you think what? Huh? All huh? of that. Like, yeah. Is this no unfinished? What does that mean? What? Huh? And I didn't know until. Like after, honestly, after they showed the, the the sizzle reel, the trailer for the first time, like I don't remember the rest of that channel. You blacked out. I did. Um, and I didn't realize till I watched your video of it, Steel. I was like, I'm gonna watch this to see how that actually. I vaguely remember Matt Planter like getting a like, I'm like oh, that's what happened. Yeah. I, I like Did you, I talk? They, they they show the preview and then you black out and then three days later you wake up in Dave Filoni's bathtub in the hotel missing a heart. <laughs> Yes, pretty accurate. You know? <laughs> um, so the weird thing about it was I'm not like super Clone Wars. Like I, you know, watched them, enjoyed them. Um, of course, you know, Shark People, it, 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 it rocked me. It rocked me. But I came back and it, uh, I very much enjoyed the conclusion. But I don't have that eye for like what's new and what's old. So I was sort of just watching our friend Corey, who's like diehard Clone Wars. I was just sort of watching his face for a reaction of like, <laughs> if that's if that's new or not, do you know what I mean? So, but uh, what a uh, what a special moment captured there. Yeah, and bless Jeremiah, he was in the publishing panel audience and caught me afterwards. He's like, hey, I have these pictures. Is there a way for me to get them to you? I was like, oh, that's so nice. Yes, and he. So I'm like, yes, please. That was just really sweet of him. Nice. It's such a. Uh, yeah, quite a Comic Con, Amy. It was a whirlwind. I can't believe it's. It feels like it was yesterday. Oh, it, it feels like it. I don't know if it was a long time ago or yeah, this morning. It, it's it's one of those weird things. Yeah. It's one of those weird things. Yeah, either do I, right, guys? <laughs> Must feel so recent. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally there. I feel like Courtney's having technical difficulties now. <laughs> which is the way I'd like it. Uh, how about this one, Jared? At Star Wars uh, Friday afternoon, meet the cast of Star Wars Episode Nine, beginning filming next week, which I assume they refer to principal photography because I've, I've sort of, I think there's some second unit stuff that I've uh, uh, people have been murmuring about linked to a sweet press release that I have to say I wasn't ready for the announcement and I wasn't ready for the light stepping way 
that I strutted about West Hollywood Friday afternoon. <laughs> I was like, have you seen like, I think it's like, is it Saturday Night Fever or Staying Alive? We're at the start, John Travolta's just like walking yeah. the streets. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was me. I was so relieved that I didn't have to wonder about these things for 18 months. Yeah, me too. Like a lot of them I thought was happening, but I was just, I was so relieved. And to get the, um, well, we'll go through the press release in just for, I don't know, times, history's sake, for the people listening in 3012. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine will begin filming at London's Pinewood Studios on August 1st, 2018. J.J. Abrams returned to direct the final installment of the Skywalker Saga. Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lapita Nyong'o, uh, Domino Gleason, Kelly Marine Tran, Jonas uh, Sutamo, some of these names I, I still haven't got down, Billy Lord. Yes. Joining the cast are Naomi Aki, Richard E. Grant, and Kerry Russell, who, of course, was left off the original announcement. That harkened back to that great episode of Felicity where she was left off the, the Phantom Menace cast announcement. Well, so was Adam Driver, they, uh, at least in the Star Wars show. They didn't announce him. And they re-uploaded the Star Wars oh, show because yes. they didn't <laughs> forgot oh. Adam Driver. I'm like, oh my god, because I mean, I'll, I'll mention it in every three minutes. I'm I think Kylo's a good guy, not like a good guy, but like I like him as a character. And so when I was watching the Star Wars show announcement, You're and like, they oh, skipped oh, over him, and I was like, minutes. what? <laughs> my good guy. My good guy. He's like, my good boy. My good boy. Um, good sorry, not to interrupt, boy. but. You were at Carrie Russell. And they will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors, Mark Hamill. Yay! Woo! Anthony Daniels and Billy D. Williams, who will reprise his role of Lando Calrissian. Now, this paragraph to me is epic. But then, it's just a setup for this one. It's better. And the next paragraph was written, I believe, by Courtney Everett. Um, it was. I was the one who told him this. Uh, the role of Leia Organa will again be played by Carrie Fisher using previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars The Force Awakens. We desperately love Carrie Fisher, says Abrams, finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga with out her eluded us we were never going to recast or use a cg character and with the support and blessing from her daughter billy we have found a way to honor carrie's legacy and role as leia in episode nine by using unseen footage we shot together in episode seven and then it goes on to uh john williams is back kathleen kennedy jj abrams and literally all the crew uh, no mention of details as yet, but we will uh, await that for the next cast announcements. Hey, uh, if you wanted to chat about uh, something in the cast announcements, I think you either press zero or one and it will come up with a little call. But let's go to uh, 619. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hello. Hi. Oh, hi, uh, Steele. This is uh, Paul from San Diego. Hey, Paul. What's going on, man? Doing good. Uh, by the way, thank you for uh, giving me a pass to for the Sunday after the um, the event we had on Saturday night. Oh, okay. Well, all my benevolent actions that might avoid future invitations to conventions 
will be edited out of the show. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I actually got to control. Um, what's going on, man? What did you make of this cast announcement? Um, I'm, I really like that they, um, they killed the surprise and uh, they, they announced Mark Hamill and Jerry Fisher back for episode nine. Um, so that there won't be like, uh, I don't know, millions of YouTube videos that are going to be uploaded between now and December so that that, that won't happen anymore. Yeah, that'll, that'll, I think that'll, that'll still happen. They'll find another topic, um, you know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, debate if uh, Naomi is uh, playing Finn's sister or Billy D. Williams' daughter. It's it's it's, it's play, place your bets. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out it's a full. Well, they, they're a whole family. It's going to okay. work out. No, they're, they're, they're all related. They're all related. Um, I uh, totally, Paul. I had it. I was very confident that Mark Hamill would be returning as Luke Skywalker, but I was kind of dreading if it was going to be a secret. Like, yes. like, I'm sort of just like, let's like save, save Hayden Christensen's force ghost as a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I hope so. And um, just let us know that Luke Skywalker's there. Like, and, and especially with people that were disappointed that, you know, the way he ended in, the last Jedi, I think it's good for everyone to know that like, he's going to be back. He's going to be doing more stuff. Do you know what I mean? It might, um, you know, like sometimes seeing how the story concludes, like makes you appreciate like the middle chapter. Like a little the bit. journey to yeah. get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, you know, who knows, he might do some amazing thing as a force ghost that he wouldn't have been able to do as a, a flesh and bone Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, Yoda could do like control the weather. When in his force goes, he just calls down lightning like he's Thor. I know. Yep. Like a little green Halle Berry. Yes. (laughs) And the frog thing then is still relevant. Toad? Isn't that a it was not a like X Men line from Storm? Like it was bad. Like what does a toad look like when it's hit by lightning? Like Ah. everything else, it's bad. Yeah, and that was that was (laughs) that was a bad. That was Ray Park. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, it is all connected. Let's get get we. Conspiracy. Get Mike Klimo on the line immediately. We've, we've got an X-Men ring theory going on right now. Oh, let's make that YouTube video. Um, Courtney, I'm sorry. Your microphone might be a bit far oh, away. I'm doing that awful thing. I'm sorry. Um, it's and too casual. So was the uh, the Mark Hamill announcement, Paul, that was what was uh, getting you amped up the most? And um, I really like um, – can't wait for uh, Amy's book to be released. Um, I'm going to pre-order it right now. Oh, thank so, you so much. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Nice. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and um, oh, when, when uh, you, get, you I, know about Mara Jade because she's not telling me anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, uh, I like that we had that um on Saturday night of comics, and I really like that we had that uh, uh Vanessa Marshall holding court um thing. Yeah, that that was- like there for, she was there for. Uh, for our, the, meet, the meet that you organized for like an hour, an hour and a half or something like that. Yeah, that was super cool. And, and thanks for coming along, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Paul. Uh, thank I'll, you, uh, I'll bang you back on hold and uh, I'll talk to you next episode. Okay. Cheers, okay. man. I'll be on mute. So, Cheers. yeah.
We did a uh, a bit of a, a podcast, a listener meet and greet, a yes. get together at Comic Con, and it was really cool. We had uh, uh, Jared was there hanging out, and um, tons of really fun people. I was sad that I missed it, but also I was glad to leave San Diego <laughs> <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you had such a bad time down there. I can't I imagine did, why. You'd... But I was like, no, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta get out of there. It was weird that Vanessa Marshall was there because every time I'd hear her talk, I You're like, like I... where's yeah, I, I thought I felt like Rob, Rebels must have been on a TV or something because <laughs> all those bars have so many televisions. So all playing that Ninja Warrior show. That is a very popular in-bar program, I have noticed. But I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, if anyone else wants to uh, chime in about the casting elements, it's I think you just press one on your touch tone. A little logo will come up. Um, with the uh, repurposing of this footage from The Force Awakens. Now, Courtney, when you were on the show last, that was the scenario you exactly wanted. It is. How did that news hit you, buddy? Thank you for I, making this happen. I, I feel like I made it happen. I mean, like, clearly my ideal scenario is Carrie being here, but, like, I, I this is exactly how I wanted it played out. And I know JJ, he just shoots so much extra footage, and he shoots a bunch of fake footage, uh, to try to trick people because he's so much about that like mystery box. I just felt like that was the because I want I want to keep her present and I mean needless to say this doesn't say whether she'll survive the movie or not, but it really just gives her the opportunity to stay present in the movie and she won't have this really prominent role more than likely because they can't really control it. But at least they they can keep her around so we can have this bonus material uh, perhaps in the future that would have been what maybe they wanted to include in the movie but they couldn't so we'll maybe get books or comics and stuff like that i just really didn't want to see her pass before the movie happened you know and so i'm really excited that this is the route they took because it's a and like that billy approves of it and i think todd even came out and said he was like yeah great and todd is um he could take some lessons from you about secrets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really? Because I think, like, he announced that they were going to use re, like, purposed footage, like, months ago. And then uh, Lucas. Maybe that's where I got it from. And then, like, Lucas <laughs> went, no, nah, no, nah, we don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think, in my from piecing together the timeline, it seems like that they were like, well, maybe this is a route we could go. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the family and said, if we went this route, would you be okay? And when they said yes, it, I feel like a, a sort of the logical thing was like, then they watched the extra footage and sort of went, oh, we can, like they could get, we can do something with this. And that's why they sort of announced it now. Yeah. And I also, I really like, I mean, who knows what extra footage was shot, but I like Leia's headspace in The Force Awakens. And so it's interesting that they didn't say like seven and eight, that they're just specifically at seven. And, uh, like a funny side story. I was at Disneyland a couple days ago and I was at Schmoozies and California Adventure. And the girl in front of me was Where just were you? Schmoozies. Okay. Getting the, getting this smoothie at Smoozies. Smoothies. <laughs> and also, the, I was there a couple days ago. Were you? Too. Were you there Saturday? Saturday night. Yeah, I was there Saturday. Uh, I, 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 I follow Amy on Instagram. I want her to let me know when she's not at Disneyland. That's a better way to play it. <laughs> yeah, just always assume at Disneyland. But the girl in front of me um, in line was just 
I just like my ears perked up when she said episode seven and I was like, oh, this is talking about Star Wars. And she's like loudly talking about it. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been working on this footage for months now. It's been like two months and we're just like working on how it can be seamlessly added. I'm like, well, I just want to be like, keep, just keep talking. I'm just going to follow you around the park. I know, right? She disappeared. I'm like, I'm still waiting for my smoothie. But it was just really interesting to hear her talk about it that. They're like, yeah, it's really difficult to try to make it look seamless, but we've been testing out a bunch of different methods. And it was really interesting. And clear, it had already been announced by then. Yeah. So she wasn't, like, breaking any rules. Right. But, but it was just interesting how loud she was about it. Yeah. That is, uh, you never know what you hear in a line in, in Disneyland. It's, no. You never know, man. You never know. It can go so many ways. Yep. You never know. But I, like, there's that footage there was so much stuff reshot in The Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Like, there's that scene that we saw in the trailer of Maz handing the lightsaber oh, yeah. to Leia. Yeah. And, you know, Lapita's back. So, you know, that could be interesting. I, I figured out a way to do that. Maz, as much as... My worst part of The Force Awakens... I mean, The Last Jedi is Maz Kanata. That, that's the one I'm just, like, that's baffling. Like, I felt like I was... I, I, I went on Star Tours for the first time post... The, uh, the Last Jedi, and I, I liked her scene in there better. Oh, very similar. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, that, I hope she gets more. But yeah, maybe, like, just the fact that she's in that scene originally, you know, maybe that will sort of, like, because, I, I, like, it sucks the situation, but I am fascinated with the puzzle piece of, like, we want to tell this story, we've got these clips, we need to work, and, like, that, I don't know, yeah. that, that interests me for some reason. No, like, it is really interesting to see how the the story will be affected by what they had. Like, had. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah, that would be interesting to see after they talk about, like, well, maybe we were going to do this, but mm-hmm. once we had this footage and knew the ins and outs. Oh, and we've got the, the, the hypercats here, everyone. Jerry has something to say. Jerry's just you- jumped up, the little podcast kitty, the content kitty. What do you think about Leia, Jerry? Yeah, she's pretty great. Same. <laughs> oh, hi, buddy. I think um, Jerry actually, his connection to Carrie Fisher is he once tried to eat a bit of tinsel that Carrie Fisher dropped in my wife's bottle, glass of wine. So there you go. It's all connected. That's the dream. It is all connected. Hey, uh, let's go to another call about these cast announcements. Let's go to 614. Who are you and where are you calling from? Six one four. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. If you heard a beep, that was probably you. Let's go to two o two. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey guys, this is Swara calling from DC. Ah, Swara, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Just life is super busy, but really great to talk with y'all tonight. And it's so great to see two of my favorite podcasters, Amy and CT, on with another one of my favorite podcasters, Steel. Oh, I thought I was going awesome. to get. I thought I was going to get gate kept there. Was... He's going to say his favorite podcaster, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, we're timing in about the. Oh wait, sorry. First, I get to say relatively in person congratulations amy on uh woman of the galaxy thank you can't wait to read it to pre-order it it's going to be amazing and i can't think of anyone more deserving seriously 
Thank you. That's very sweet. I, I suggest pre-ordering it before reading it. That's just, I don't want to correct it's you too much. It's a good order to go Do in. it in that order, Swipe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's yeah, exactly. On, what's on your mind, buddy? Oh, um, well, I'm extremely excited about the episode nine announcement. Um, Steel, I think in your poll, I voted for that as my top uh, thing I'm excited about. Um, I'm a sequel trilogy stan. Uh, it's my favorite content that we're getting. I think both The Force Awakens and Last Jedi are incredible. So I'm extremely excited about all the returning cast uh, to episode nine, particularly Kelly Marie Tran, because I think there was some doubt in the fandom about whether she'd actually come back and thank God she did along with Naomi Aki and uh, Richard E. Grant, uh, both fantastic actors, but in general, like this is a super diverse cast, you know, hashtag SW rep matters. Y'all should check that hashtag out on Twitter. Oh my God, uh, he, he talks like and, he tweets. Uh, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> what else do you have to say at suara but uh <laughs> hashtag continue uh yeah yeah um so yeah i'm really excited about that um i do have some questions for uh the panel here though um i'm curious uh ask your thoughts of what kylo ren's haircut will be in episode how dare nine. you <laughs> i feel like this is just i can't get away chat man <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking cc i'm sorry uh actually I this, is the, like, this is the this is the listener I, call I in line not question. the troll call in line <laughs> <laughs> i'm this sorry I, just, like, I, I love to tease y'all know this about me what about but, uh, speaking of swara boy Ager's here oh with yeah the, with the, the the, I love his like, hair the plaits or the braids or whatever that yeah. looks sick yeah like yeah. i'm just thinking like Hasbro six, like you know, like Black Series Ooh. braids, like that's gonna look sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, continue. Hashtag <laughs> yeah. continue. Hashtag sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag make Kylo ball though. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm torturing CT right now. <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Anyway, I have a legit question. Um, so I have a kind of theory about the end of the sequel trilogy and the end of episode nine about how the galactic conflict might get resolved. I'm really curious for y'all's thoughts. Um, I have a feeling that the structure of, now this is kind of a nerdy, what, this is Star Wars podcast, of course it's nerdy. It's uh, sort of really nerdy question. But my theory is that after decades and decades of like galactic and then imperial and new republic rule of it being a unified galaxy that they'll just be like you know what screw it this doesn't work anymore and they're going to completely do away with this sort of structure and instead there's going to be no centralized government it'll instead just be a bunch of like planets ruling themselves and i don't know maybe you could make for more storytelling in the future like feuding states or that sort of thing what are y'all's thoughts on that? Uh, like, it's it's so hard because, like, so far, uh, these movies have not been very political. Yes. So it's hard to say that they're really even going to go into it because they haven't so far. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they will in nine because they haven't touched on it or if they're just really going to focus more on uh, force lore and stuff. And that's what their uh, main goal with this, this new trilogy is. So I, I actually really like that idea, but I'm actually, I'm just really don't know if they'll 
go into the political aspect of it. I'm interested in it for sure, and I want them to, but they really seem to have been avoiding that. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's, I'm a, a big sequel trilogy fan, but I feel like that's not, it's been lacking, but something they haven't gone into, and it's something that, it's something I love so much about the Clone Wars, and that era is all the politics. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the Bloodline book, it's so rich with all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And that's my favorite so book. It's so good. So I wonder, like, though, if they could set the stage so at least to have stories like that continue in novels or whatever. Yeah. I, I guess the theory is that, right. you know, JJ shied from that just to get it so away from prequels. But mm -hmm. to a point where... And you're like, who, what, who? When those five planets blew up, it was like... Who's who's that lady? What what is that Coruscant? Like it was it was so unexplained to the the layman viewer, Johnny Ticket Buyer. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know. Now, I remember being really excited when the I mean when the Visual Dictionary came out. Period. But also when they had that page, they're like, "This is like the state of the galaxy. This is this group." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, got it. You didn't talk about that at all, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "Noted." Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been, I, I, it, it fills my mind now that, like, I, I love the thought that the ending has been written. I, I don't. Hope, I mean, yes, but also I hope so. Yes, I, I, I do hope so. Oh, yeah, I, I do hope that. Yeah. But it just makes me sad because I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for it to be over in a way because, like, the last three years on the internet have mm. been not fun. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not ready to leave these characters. I love them so much. <laughs> not ready. <laughs> the um, but yeah, the, the fact that they're about to start shooting, I um, I don't know. I sort of. My question is, how do you top the last hour of Return of the Jedi? I honestly, I don't know, because I I cried twice in Star Wars, like watching Star Wars movies, and like like sob uncontrollably and it's always the end of return of the jedi when the force ghosts show up and then i'm ugly sobbing because they just tried so hard and they succeeded and it was <laughs> in the music and everyone's just happy and dancing it's like it's such a beautiful it's such a beautiful uh ending yeah very like touching and poignant mm. yeah yeah it's so yeah yeah because yeah with a political aspect i'm sorry i'm hitting the microphone that's why I'm like, I wonder if they're really going to go into it because they got other stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that's not, yeah, the political aspect, it's going to be, there's it, too much stuff to, to fill in. Like, you know, people are theorizing that Richard E. Grant is playing Grand Admiral Thrawn and it's just like, there's no room. To bring him uh, at this no. point. No. Like, like, I, like just whether you should or shouldn't, but there's, there is no, there's not enough space to like yeah to do that and yeah you, you you have to top like my things like you have to top the end of return of the jedi like that big conclusion right and i would be i don't know i'm trying to like is it going to be like a like people on galactic missions like this like the final thing you know there's like a sword fight and all that sort of stuff but then there's giant you know is lando got like is on one side of the like is it like the whole galaxy is up in all i would love for everyone to come back like that you know they put mm. out that call yes oh and interesting. As, as sort of i don't know fan survey yeah. as this is i would be up for a cruiser of gungans 
Lando brings in a freighter of Ewoks. There's just everyone that they've ever encountered through all the cartoons comes in and it's just, uh, I, I guess I'm rewriting it all with Ewoks. And like, that would be really fun. <laughs> like, I won't, like, I, I am not sure how that would happen, but that would be unbelievably fun. <laughs> and the resistance needs, like, they are in dire straits as far as we know. Like, I think the way I see the ending is much more small scale and much more like character based where you'll have like the main resistance members. So, uh, I mean, Daisy, uh, I guess, Ray, Rose, Finn, Poe, Coconix, uh, is that her name? Coconix. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, like yeah. that, that group and the small scale battle with someone like the Knights of Ren, just saying. And I think, like, a really small-scale battle where you could really focus on, like, uh, character triumphs would be really cool. And you can each have their, like, really, like, badass moment taking down, like, this other s- group of people that are assumingly around the same size. But also bringing in everyone we've ever seen in Star Wars ever that's still alive would be hella fun. Uh, or a combination of the two. Or, yeah. Yes. That's very yeah. true. I need someone to come in at the last minute and save the day. I just, <laughs> I just, it's, it's all, it's, that's what Star Wars is for me. Like, Spoilers. I, like, the, like, you're all queer kid. Like, like that, that moment of like, we came through. Yeah. Like, you know, we came through for our friends. I like that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it, it's like, like it has to happen. Someone has to come through, don't they? No, right. Somebody has to have your back. Yeah. Because that was a bit of a bummer in the Last Jedi. Just like, yeah, they. they none of them called back. Like they got the, like on the text, they got the little tick, and then they got the dots, like they were gonna reply. <laughs> they, nah, dog. It just said red. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the message back. I'm driving right now. Reply. Well, because you you know there's going to be a line about Lando. Why Lando didn't show up. Like, there's going to be an explanation on why Lando right. wasn't there. Yeah. Like, he's got some explaining to do, <laughs> But uh, it's it's so exciting. It is so exciting. Hey, uh, Swara. So exciting. Thanks so much for coming yeah. in, man. You don't have to be a stranger. And uh, let, let the good people... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What of the internet know uh, about your podcast, mate? Oh, yeah. Um, you can find my podcast, Beltway Banthas, which covers the intersection of politics and Star Wars. Uh, you can find it wherever you get podcasts. We're on our Twitter at Beltway Banthas, and we're currently on hiatus, but uh, we'll be back in mid-August. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah. If you uh, if you ever need a guest, buddy, you just get at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sweet man. Thanks so much, Steel. Appreciate it. I will. Uh, I will right. talk to you on the sweet, sweet internet. Talk to you soon. See you out there. Bye. Bye.
Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a bit of Mark Hamill. Let's go to his tweet. Whenever Mark Hamill tweets, I'm there to listen at Hamill himself. And, uh, he posted up three pictures, one of Luke kissing General Leia on the forehead and then Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher saying good, very hello or goodbye out of a taxi or something. Very, um, very late seventies. And then memory of our princess carrie fisher the screenshot from the end credits and uh he writes it's bittersweet facing my final chapter without her she is simply irreplaceable i'm finding solace in the fact she won't be replaced and would love the worldwide outpouring of affection from those who loved her when they heard the news hashtag carry on forever and uh it's yeah i i think it's it's a tough one for, for Mark to, to go back and, um, you know, like he hasn't done a Star Wars film without Carrie Fisher. And it was a bit of a, a bit of a big sister, a bit of a, a Luke and Leia yeah, relationship. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm so happy for, I'm so happy that he's back. I'm so happy that like the princess Leia is going to be in it. I was just, I, I was so shocked by how thrilled I was just a wait like, I just didn't have to worry about these silly like, things. how are they going to handle this? Yeah. yeah. Months obsessing over it. And I think, especially given that JJ is so predisposed to keep everything a secret and, you know, put, not <laughs> tricks, but, you know, layers in place to make you think something else. Mr. X. Yeah. Uh, it's very it exciting to see that they, like, because, again, it was, it was something that was, I mean, obvious. I mean, his final line in the movie was, see around, kid. And so, like, it's very much planned or, like, intended in episode eight that we're going to see him again. But at the same time, just with, like, the reaction, like, I'm so glad that they announced that Mark's back. Don't worry. Uh, like, Carrie will be playing Leia. Like, it's it's not a CG. It's not, CG, it's not a recast. It is her how she played the role. And then we're getting Billy D back, which I know everyone, like, I'm super excited about and i'm pretty sure no one's more excited than billy d who's been slowly being like please i'm mm. ready i'm ready i'm here i'll do it uh, i Remember really appreciate it rebels yeah like, i can do more and i think to solo's credit i'm more excited about billy d coming back as lando i'm more hyped on lando these days i especially am too after last shot by Daniel Jose Older. I love like, Last Shot. Oh, yeah. so good. And, you know, it's not quite Force Awakens timeline, but it's post-Return of the Jedi timeline mm-hmm. and getting, mm-hmm. like, a taste of, like, a little bit. Not older Lando, but he's, like, just been through more. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. The, um, how do you think, because a lot of people have been talking about L3 and the Falcon. And if it should be acknowledged, like if there should be something, my thoughts are chronologically, like, like if you go through how things happened Mm -hmm. in this real world that we've already, like Lando's already seen the Falcon again a few times, like, like in Empire Strikes Back and in Return of the Jedi. So I would sort of find for something to be said now, like a little bit, well, that would feel shoehorned in. Yeah, and it's also, I don't know how much you want to focus on or how much you want to establish L3 is, like, it's actually her in there because then it gets kind of, 
mean? Like it's, it's, it, do you know what I mean? It's like, well, yes. you didn't, you didn't like mention her in Empire or Jedi. Like, like if you watch when Lando first saw the Falcon in Empire, it wasn't like. I want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent of that. Would be yeah. Like, I think the farthest that they'll go personally is that they'll just do that thing men do with like boats and they call her she and he'll just be like he'll just mention it's like oh it's nice to see you old girl like to the Millennium Falcon so people who know are like see, but, but it sounds yeah. like something he would just do no matter what the context was mm. that, that's kind of just how I see them referencing her I don't see it as a something they'll like pull any screen time for you know yeah because like, yeah. yeah. it, it's sort of like that like the thing with when people were trying to work out who's Ray's parents were and if it was Luke Skywalker and it's sort of like you got to come up with a scenario where Luke Skywalker isn't the biggest deadbeat dad yeah. in the galaxy. Right. Like, How does this work? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I think to really establish that that's like her consciousness in the Falcon like that. And I don't know, how far have they gone with that in like in the, in that last shot book? Did they, they, they don't, Actually, they don't, it didn't really come up a lot. Yeah, because it, it doesn't, because it, do, it did come out before the movie, so it was, like, kind gotcha. of spoiler territory. Yeah. But you're right, yeah, it doesn't really come up in the book, so I feel like it's something that they're just like, we know, but... We don't have to, like, yeah. hang a hat on it or whatever, like, yeah. turn or whatever that saying is. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I um, With, with the Leia thing and how they're going to have to, like, use these lines in a different way, do you think they should get some like Star like Star Wars YouTubers to help because they're really good at taking the cast like <laughs> things out of context? Oh my gosh! Hey, all the internet. <laughs> that, that'd be really good at it. That'd be really great. They can make any of her unused lines mean anything. That's very true. <laughs> do you think? Not to tangent or like to go into spoilers. How not dare spoiler, you? Super theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance Leia could be a Force ghost? Oh, I, well, okay, so I think, because, that, like, the way they explain, like, Anakin becoming a Force ghost is that Obi-Wan and Yoda, like, pulled him over, so I think Luke would be like, come on, Leia, like, you're coming with me. Oh, dropping the mic. So I, I think she could potentially become a Force ghost. I don't necessarily... I don't know if that's what I want or not. I, I wouldn't see that for, like, this movie, but for, like, the future... And, like, other storytelling and books and stuff that might take place in the future, like, after her character has passed. I yes. could definitely see, like, Luke and Anakin, and especially Anakin being like, I'm sorry, I was the worst dad in the world. Let me help you become Force Ghost. Sorry about that black ball with the giant needle. Yeah, sorry about Among that. other things. My B. Yes. You know, like, indirectly killing your mom. Like, Jimmy Smith. Yipes. Uh. <laughs> I I have no issue with her becoming a Force Ghost, but I don't think for the footage they have, her being a Force Ghost will work with whatever the things that she has to like the things that are what the dialogue. Have. Yeah. So I think she has to be um just just chilling in a base for cool. a, a couple of seconds. And she'll I, probably just send people on like the big mission. Yeah. Be like, all right, guys, you have to go check out what's going on this this planet. It's shady, and so you know she's there, but. And the kids go do their scrappy thing. It's a, it's a, it's Those a de- kids. It's a desert planet, guys. <laughs> it's another desert planet. We got. We got to get there. We yeah. got to get there. We got to get there. I am. Um, do you think with the end? What are the chances? Like they say, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Now, 
I have to say, my favourite lies is when I get told that this is the final movie in the Skywalker saga. I've been told twice mm-hmm. in my life, and I, I, I believe them deeply. And then when I found out it was a lie, I was thrilled. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not... Um, I wouldn't put it past them to lie to me again, and I, I encourage them to. But what do you think at the end of the film that Ray has taken on the name Skywalker? Oh, it's like a Dread Pirate Roberts sort of thing. <laughs> oh, what, sorry? Like Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride. Like that he just, That's not his name, but... Yeah, like... And I don't know if she would take it on or Ghost Luke would, like, I'm not sure what's right on that. Like, if she should take it or it should be given to her. But it's just, like, she doesn't have a surname. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be sure good to have some more Skywalkers in other films. Because I always, like, when she first did, like, that Force Awakens panel at Anaheim with the Brez, and they had you know, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley out there. And then they brought out the original cast. I was always like, and I asked John Boyega about this, but he sort of blew it off. But as he does any sort of um, deep question, (laughs) if he like looked at them and just went, oh, that's, I'm going to be there doing this like in 15, 25 years, whatever. It's going to be my turn to Mm -hmm. be like the returning cast member with the new thing. Like it, it would be so awesome if, and it sort of fits in with all the other like content that they have. You know, they can take like a 10 or 15 year break and come back with, you know, like the, the next generation and, and, and do it all again. Because I'm up for more films, I want to say about that. But what, what, what you sort of think deeply about this stuff on your podcast. What do you think I about do. her ending up a Skywalker? Um, I think it's a, it's a possibility. Um, I don't necessarily think of her taking it on as a mantle, especially because she doesn't have like the best rapport with. Maybe Leia, but Leia was Leia's not like she doesn't carry the Skywalker name. Because uh, I could go on a ten-year monologue about how Ben's last name should be Organa. Hold on, guys. But uh, like, and she she didn't really have the best rapport with Luke and Anakin, obviously. Uh, so I'm not sure how much taking on the name would mean to her. Yeah, I guess especially like the Skywalker name. So I mean, so they would do it so they could continue it on in that way. I could see that. But in terms of it meaning something to her, I'm not sure it would. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want them to keep the door open for another trilogy. I wouldn't mind nine being the last one. I think a beginning, middle, and the end is a nice satisfying like full circle. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wouldn't mind the movie ending happily, uh, which means that you know what? Maybe in a, another like 15, 20 years. Uh, Things things go to crap again, and there can be more movies. <laughs> to start over. Yeah, so I, I'd like the potential to stay open, and I I'm not sure Lucasfilm would completely want to shut the door on that, because mm-hmm. um, it is interesting. It, all the movies that have come out in the Disney era have all in a way been have had their spare share of tragedy, uh, like Episode Seven. Like, no, Rogue One was pretty cheerful. You're right. You, you know, <laughs> Rogue One was just like the feel good movie of the year. And even Solo, which is supposed to be the more the feel-good, it doesn't end happily. It, it, it's kind of, it's also kind of sad. So you just kind of, you want episode nine to be, like, happy for everyone. And they, they fix things for the time being. <laughs> and you think it's for good, but I wouldn't I mind, know. you know. If, it has to be a, a long time. 
Like, yeah. I don't want it to be in, like, like five, five years. Yeah, yeah I, like, it has to be in at least 15 years, but... Yeah, give them a chance to go out and yeah. act their socks off and then, you know... Come back. Come back. Come back. Yeah. Come back. Uh, Emily, I'm going to check in with you in the chat room. Uh, is there anything going on? What are, what are people thinking about the, the discussion? Any questions, any that sort of stuff? Um, yeah, people, let's see. We had some... Play off of your uh, what the grand finale of this movie should be. Uh, we got a couple ideas of who should come back. Uh, Ian said that Nash should show up with Hondo and his whole pirate crew. Oh that gosh. would be so uh, good. Yes. Uh, Seth suggested that Wedge should show back up. And personally, I'm hoping for some cad bang, which will never happen in the movie, but maybe on the new Clone Wars. I hope in the new Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, no, I think uh, that'd be really yeah. fun. Getting Wedge back, but hasn't he said he didn't want to come back? Has he changed he, his mind? I don't know, he did for episode seven, but maybe since then maybe he's been like, well... Well, maybe. Come on, Wedge. Come on, Wedge. Do it. Pick up the pace, buddy. Pick up the pace. Uh, all right, thanks so much, Emily. Uh, okay, let's hit the uh, the final couple of tweets. Uh, Jared, we have got one from John Boyega, which was actually from Instagram, John at John Boyega, and uh, hugging Odo in his little uh, I don't know what are they, Courtney? Are they braids or what? What's what's happening? Why are you asking? I don't know. You have hair. I, I I'm gonna go with braids, <laughs> okay. but I don't I, I don't know. Um, Amy, are you offended that I didn't ask you about the braids? No, that's I mean, okay. She has a braid. In I have a braid right in now. my hair. Okay, see, I barely brush mine today. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not here to judge, yeah. but um, I see you with different hairstyles all the time with your cosplay. So, and, and I, I would go with that, but I am not sure. Okay, he says, "Welcome to New World, Naomi Aki," with a big hug, and I have to say. I am impressed with that arm that he has. Yes, yeah. uh, is... yes we all should be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, this is why he posted this picture, because you don't even see like Naomi in it, but he was like, my arm looks so good. Oh, yeah. well, knowing John Boyega, he probably like just like went there, did like 10 push-ups, yeah. like got it got it pumping, and, and he was looking super buff. Yeah. Super buff. But um super cool, like, do you know what I mean? There's like uh Suara was talking about like Star Wars rep matters mm-hmm. and it's awesome to have an um, an African American woman announced in the initial cast. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes, which which it's it's also like part of it for me is like I'm glad I don't have to ponder about Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. and and I'm glad for all the fans that don't have to ponder that like a, like the like someone that represents them is going to be in the cast as well because quite often these casts come out and people are like oh it's a bit oh i still remember that with episode seven yeah, yeah. and 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 then other people on twitter say we'll wait for them to announce other things but it's like just do it up front no. let and us also, like those people are usually not usually i don't want to generalize but mm-hmm. are often from a privileged standpoint that don't have to wait for that news because they see themselves in everything yeah so uh, that is super cool, both that uh, she's in the show and that John Boyega is belittling my image of myself as a man with that arm. So, uh, oh, Courtney, flexing those guns, buddy. I'm not. 
<laughs> just <laughs> nothing. It almost drooped. I know, it's sad. Got <laughs> <laughs> like negative muscle. Yeah, I don't have any of those. Yeah. I tried lifting some weights today, some five pounders. I have five pounds too, yeah. like little stumps. Yes, yeah. me too. <laughs> Can't really you tell? Too, I'm like, I did ten reps with these. Oh, I'm glad we had the same life. <laughs> that was me this morning. There we go, ten. Got it. Nailed it. That was our fitness uh, portion <laughs> of the program, you guys. Um, and a, a couple more tweets of, of things of note. Uh, Jared, we've got uh, Jason Ward from Making Star Wars. He's got a rumor. Like, I don't know, you guys. It feels Star Wars is starting to film again. You know, we've got this cast back and, and Jason Ward's <laughs> tweeting out rumors. It, it all seems well in the world, doesn't it? Yes. it we're back at it. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I actually, it does me. Um, so, nine to film in Jordan, maybe. So, uh, and that may be where they have uh, started some secondary photography. And I believe they used Jordan for Rogue One, Jeddah. Is that Jordan? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I was going to be like, eh. no, I actually don't yeah. remember. That. Well, in the article, Jason had, um, I, th I think they were originally going to film Jakku in Jordan. And then Adadabi came through with, you know, better conditions or mm -hmm. tax breaks or I don't know. Some offer. Yeah. But so we've got, hey, our sand the best on the planet and we have got so we have got tons of it like i because i want them to go back to jakku just for the line where they have to tell finn they're going back to jakku <laughs> worth it it's just like for him to be like oh my god he doesn't even notice he's, he's just flexing <laughs> at himself in the mirror and then he's like where are we going paul and he's like oh yeah we have to go back to jakku and then he just drops everything <laughs> but i picture him now i'm just thinking about him flexing me like hey ray do you look ray what about in the last with Luke Skywalker, this little farm boy from Tatooine, Jakku shaming. Jakku shaming. <laughs> the you know what? That's the right. goose has been gandered on that. Well, like Tatooine has the hut, so Tatooine kind of is a big deal. I'm just saying. In car plots, nothing compared to Well, they had yeah. Nima outpost. Nima was a hut. She's got an outpost oh, named after her. Oh, Nima, you're messing up my excuses. If they go back to Jakku, just for Heath, got to get Zuvio in there. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh. Could you imagine? Yeah, I don't know if you saw those photos. They of his... all the toys that didn't sell and be like, what? <laughs> yeah, rebadge them. He had that. Um, he had that cyst in his face. Heath. That oh, does... uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine like if uh, Zuvio is actually in it, that will actually just continue to exp his head will just explode in the cinema. It's going to be amazing. Zuvio, I won't lie though. I'm so glad he was cut from the movie because he creeps me out. Like that, he's too like uncanny valley for me. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's. I saw like the one still image of him. I'm like, I never want to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thankful you are not in this well, film. Uh, so, so you're pretty glad when Toys R Us closed down. Yeah, I was like, thank <laughs> God, I never have to look at 500 <laughs> of his Black Series again. And uh, our wait to uh, wrap up our uh, our social media trip through Star Wars news is from Victoria Mahoney, who is the uh, second unit director of episode nine. And she tweeted something which I sort of think relates to Jason's tweet, which is hashtag old school, hashtag crew, hashtag nine. And it's a photo of her sweet Nokia. Wow. 
that yeah. uh, apparently all the cast and crew, it's uh, no camera phones on set. Oh, that make- I hadn't seen this before, and I was like, wow, that's got to be different. Like, is it a walkie-talkie? Is that's a how walkie long talkie? it's been since I've seen it. I am not young. I just forgot what that kind of phone looked like. So I, um, I think it's really fascinating that, that Jason Ward's big scoop from episode nine might be just who had the top score on Snake. Yes. Oh my I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> like last, like episode eight, where they were uh, playing like table oh, tennis. Oh, and Pokemon, oh, and Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah, John was really excited about the everyone trying to find a Pikachu. And now... Uh, Snake. Snake. It's all good. It's a good game. It's a classic. Uh, I'm just going to check back with uh, 614. If it just beeped, that probably means it's you. Are you on the line or are you just chilling out? G'day. Hey, who are you? Uh, my name's Jacob. I'm from Perth in Western Australia. Hey, Jacob. What's going on over there? Pardon? I said, <laughs> Sorry, what's, what's, out a bit. what's going on over there, man? Uh, not much. It's raining very heavily at the moment, but... Wow. Yeah. I don't um, think I've ever seen it. How are you? Earth. I'm good, man. What, what did you make of this cast announcement? What are you most excited about? Um, I think I'm most excited about Carrie Fisher returning, but I just had a question for you guys. Yeah, sure, sure. I was wondering if, if any of you are worried that a lot of episode nine might be a fan wank, that they're going to really pander to quote unquote real Star Wars fans. What was uh, the what was the word that you just said? Fandom wank. Oh, fandom. Quote, okay, unquote. wow. Um, or Sanway. Okay, I, 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 I now regret asking for the clarification. Um, the um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think when people say like the like the tone's going to be different. The tone's going to be more upbeat. It's it's you know it's it's Return of the Jedi after Empire. Do you know what I mean? So that it's going to be like more of a it's wrapping things up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't think that should be yeah, yeah. like. I, I, I now, when anything happens in Star Wars, I, I I work on my debunking the conspiracy theory interpretation of it. Yeah. And I would imagine that, like, that the happy ending, you know, like, Billy D. Williams, like, it's all wrapped up sort of thing is like, oh, that's fan service or this, that or the other. But it's it's like chapter three. It has so, to yeah, be like that. It follows the... I saw things and people... I get frustrated when they're like, but it's just the same. It's like, yeah, because it all follows a... And it's not the same one. There are differences, but it follows a rhythm. It follows a poetry of Star Wars. Mm. And, I, you know, there are certain things like that that I want to see in, in Episode Nine. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really... Like, to be honest... And going back on what I know is J.J. Abrams had written the script before, just after he had... No, he pitched the story just yeah. as episode uh, eight came out. And then I did hear he did a revision, but I don't know how in-depth that was or, you know, what it related to. I, I, I kind of think it's just like, you then watch the film a bunch of times and you're like, hey, hey. You know. tighten this thing up. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm never comfortable with the the writing the script before the film sort of come out. 
baffled by their process on this where it seems so many things were in the state of flux between the films or that they didn't sit down with episode seven and be like well we know who raised parent like we know yeah. these big beats like let people map it out and that didn't seem to happen yeah which feels super odd to me and problem like not problematic but could lead to it being disjointed yeah and, and people often say that you know like george lucas made it up on the fly which he made stuff up on the fly but he had yeah an end thing and it it sort of was like a fluid thing of oh, i've got this idea but i'm still traveling to this end big you know like the the return of the jedi battle and stuff yeah so you know and then of course you know things like you know the darth vader and, and leia being the sister they came up along the way but he sort of i don't know it's sort of i'd rather one person do it on the fly than a bunch of people do it on the fly do you yes. know what i mean yeah, uh, what 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 do you think, Jacob? Do you, how, how do you think it's going to go? And 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 please, don't use that word again. <laughs> um, I think I am a little worried that I'm looking forward to seeing Lando, and I want to see Ghost Luke Skywalker, but I am a little scared that they will go overboard with nostalgia to try and sort of repair a bit of the relationship that The Last Jedi had with a few people. I love The Last Jedi, I think it's great, but yeah, I hope they don't, a little bit is good, so you can sort of reel in the old fans and like have just enough fresh ideas to have the new fans sort of interested in the story, but with J.J. Abrams and I, I think Force Awakens is brilliant and it is my favourite Star Wars movie, but there is a lot of fan wank in that as well. I asked and, you. I asked. Yeah, oh my God, Jacob. I am. Uh, I, I, I thank you for your call and uh, we'll continue this discussion because I'm, I'm too scared that you're going to say it again, you <laughs> loose-lipped man out there in Perth. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks so much for your call, Jacob. I, um, I want the fan service to be for people that got into the original trilogy, uh, people that got into the sequel trilogy, and people that got into the prequel trilogy. I want something to happen. I want things to be referenced. I want, like... I would love some prequel trilogy references. I would love a reference to Padme. Like, what I would give for just a reference to Padme. And some other, like, prequel stuff. I mean, I guess they, like, have briefly acknowledged the prequels and... uh, like some script patterns, but like in the Force Awakens, when they when Kylo mentions the clone army, but I also feel like Padme, please, <laughs> just just talk about her. Don't just erase her from this. Remember how shocking it was that they mentioned clones? I remember just like going, "Whoa!" Um, I was like, "I'm like that's cool." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would love like I want I want Ghost Hayden. I, I, I want. That oh yeah, so I want that hard. so badly. Because I I um yeah, and I know you you've got to focus on the new cast, but. I just like to have Ghost Anakin and Ghost Luke able to have a conversation or an argument or something is like, like if you... That's what I would be ugly <laughs> sobbing. If you, like, if in Ghost Luke maybe being like interacting with like Leia somehow, even like all three of them somehow being able to interact with Leia, like I would be a, a wreck. That's what I mean. Like, if you come in with this amazing scene that's, like, acted killer, it's written killer with Hayden and Mark Hamill, 
then you're going to enrich, you're enriching every Star Wars film. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. are going to like, I love things that like make you want to go back and watch that like film. Contextualize. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sort of like accept it that there's these three other films that are a huge part of the series and we're wrapping it up for now. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm, 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 my hopes are very high and I'm very excited that as um, you know, that was sort of their, their, their buzzword for the, uh, the force awakens was what will delight us. Mm -hmm. I, I'm ready to have myself delighted. Do your best. I want to be, yeah, I, I, I'm really up for some delight and yeah. uh, who can blame me. Um, Emily Lind, uh, you got anything to wrap up with in the chat room over there, buddy? Yeah, we were talking a little bit about uh, locations and like places that we'd want to see again. Uh, Paul would really like to see Mustafar, maybe Kylo, like doing a pilgrimage there. Um, and that brings what I think is an interesting point, which is do you think we'll see Kathleen again and will it like sort of come full circle from the original trilogy and we go back there or are we never going back there again? Oh, I'd be okay with going back there. Yeah. That, that, like, that's a good point that like we started out there. It'd be interesting to sort of like end it there. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. I don't know how it would work, but yeah. and I, I wouldn't mind a Mustafar cameo either. But again, on my like Padme run, I want Naboo. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Emily, thanks so much uh, for monitoring the chat room for us. And thanks for everyone there. Let the good people of the internet know where they can catch your awesome podcast. Uh, it is called the Kansas Bite Dispatch. I do it with my friend, Brittany Brown. And you can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes all of those lovely places and we're on twitter at cancel fight pod awesome buddy i will uh i'll talk to you soon thanks so much all right thank you cheers and um Brittany brown from the Canabite uh, dispatch she was all over our san diego comic-con coverage so you haven't gone back if you want to experience courtney this is i made this for you i appreciate it i, I watched a few of the toy videos because i was I, I really like toys it's like you were there. You like you can. You're sitting next to me in the I know, panel. I got to go through Hasbro. Like yeah, that. it was great. Okay, well, that's I'm doing it for people like you that you. can't make the two hour journey to San Diego. I got the flu the day before. I was actually oh, going no. to because I, I had a friend who had an extra ticket and I was going to go, but then I got the flu the day before, and it's not worth it. <laughs> Well, uh, for everybody else. Yes, they also thank you for not bringing yeah. it to Comic-Con. Um, yeah, so if you want to catch up on San Diego Comic-Con, all the things that went down, interviews with people I bump into around uh, the con, uh, check that out at steelwars.com and there's some videos up as well. Now, Courtney. Yes. Who talked first by the Knights of Rant? Yeah. I think I just did your plug for you. But what do you thank talk you. about? I, I love the show. Oh, thank you. I, I am a host of the podcast, Who Talks First? And we kind of do a lot of uh, like deep dives and uh, theory and speculation and just talking about what we love about the franchise a lot. But it, I do it with my best friend. And so it's, I, I feel like it's, 
I think I'm hilarious. So uh, I think it's just kind of like a dumb, stupid podcast. Our most famous episode is an episode where we go through and uh, like assign each Star Wars character an ABBA song. And that is our most listened to podcast. What? Yep. What a, uh, I need to go and listen to it. Yeah, just, just so you know. This is our, our most controversial episode yet. And we've kind of been just now known as like the Star Wars slash ABBA podcast now. Nice. It's well, not a bad thing to be known as. But no, yeah. Well, it, it, kind of like why I like it because you talk about Star Wars so differently to how I do. So I always enjoy the way you like go through it. I, I think it's because it's always so interesting to me because I, I almost like didn't know there was other ways to talk about Star Wars than the way like we did it. So like list, coming on like this show and listening to your show, I was like, it was just interesting to hear how other podcasts work because I would get a, that comment a few times about our show, uh, about it being different from other things. And I'm like, how else do people talk about Star Wars? <laughs> Are we doing <laughs> Am I doing something wrong here? Abba is never wrong. Yeah, Abba's never wrong, guys. Like, it's, it's the whole Raylo thing, right? Mm-hmm. What I don't understand, like I can understand that people want them to get together and people that don't. What I never can grasp is why people are so passionate about it. Like it's, it's, it's like to, it's, it's like unspeakable to disagree with either side about their thoughts about it. I don't understand it, the, the, I've heat. been in the shipping game for a long time. <laughs> what era, what era? So many years. Uh, for, for like, I don't know, since I was like 13. Lost is the first time I heard of it. And there was like the, the Jaders and the Caters. Lost. Oh, Lost. Because oh. there was like Jack and Kate. Avatar and the Last Air is when, okay. is when my shipping days began. And it, it, I mean, it is really interesting because I mean, I'm, I'm enthusiastic about it. That is for sure. But I never understood why people like, it, it's never been this bad about like violently disagreeing with opinions to the point where like, like really really awful things are being said and threatened and shoved at each other where people are just like afraid to talk about things that they like. And I don't think that, especially when it comes to fiction, I don't think that should ever be the case. The people who are, the people who are angry and hate everything are less afraid than the people who want to express their love. Like even with the last Jedi, a lot of people were afraid of talking about the last Jedi because there's people searching the tags, waiting, waiting, Exactly, and not the people searching the text, people who were afraid to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, there there was uh, shippers who, uh, like Jewish shippers, who were being sent pictures of the Holocaust, who were being told that, oh like, yeah, that they deserve this. Like, it's... Whoa, whoa, for hoping that... Ray for, for, Kylo... for Raylo stuff. Yeah, it's... it's un- And I think that's why it, it might have gotten to the defensive point that it is, because it, it has gotten pretty, like, unfortunately... In, in in niche circles, obviously, yeah. it's not wide. It's not like everyone, but it's gotten really, really awful. Um, there was accounts set up that would steal like shippers' selfies, and they would post them and make fun, like fun of them. Like they dedicated a whole website to this. I mean, it was taken down by like luckily. Yeah. But it's that's I, intense and just awful. It's it's really weird and obviously it's just like a not a huge group that is doing this but it's large enough that i don't personally understand it and i think that's just kind of why it has gotten so defensive because even if people are just like eh, it's not for me 
people are kind of get on the defensive that they're kind of afraid that they're being attacked, which I know that, like that they're not, but it's just their history. Says. Their history. Yeah. It's just kind of like a, Oh God, I have to, I have to put up my fist. Cause I, I've dealt with this before. Yeah. But that, and that's a common thing on Twitter. Cause I, I get like a lot of people that disagree with me mm-hmm. on, on Twitter and they, they, they would like to let me know. And, um, I, and I, I appreciate that. But like, for instance, some uh, today, I was tweeting about that you were going to be on the show mm-hmm. and someone wrote back like, be a good boy still. And it was a reference <laughs> yeah. to what you say about Kylo Ren. And I was, and I was sort of like, wrote, I just wrote back question mark. Cause I'm like, like without context, I don't know what. I didn't get it either for a second. Cause... But like, I, I, cause I don't understand it. I'm like, oh, is this dude. Like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it, like, cause I have people like getting mad at me over such silly things. So I'm like, is this another one or I just don't get the reference? Thankfully, I just didn't get the reference. Yeah. And I mean, it, he was referencing like just to fill people in on like this kind of like he's a good boy uh, thing that me and my uh, co-hosts often say. And it's just kind of because so often people like me who really do love Kylo's character arc and find and actually like relate to it in a lot of ways, people will always have to come in and be like, you know that he killed his father, right? And so... Like, like, what? I, I guess I didn't watch The Force Awakens. Like, clearly we I know. I fell asleep during that. Yeah. Part. Oh, what? I am shocked. So it's kind of like this, like, sarcastic joke being like, he's never done anything wrong in his life. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. And it gets people so riled up. And I guess that's kind of like our fa- fault. But so many people think when you relate to a character that's done bad things that you don't think they're bad things. And I'm like, no, not everybody sees themselves as a, as a hero, you know? A lot of people uh, really relate to, like, self-sabotage, which I think Kylo is the master of. Yeah. And, uh, like, I for sure do. I'm like, oh, man, I ruined everything in my life as well. Yeah. By my own faults. And be- before the show, she, like, smashed her laptop. It was awesome. It's true. It was really cool. Yeah, it's like, really cool. Steel's wall is gone. Ripped a whole <laughs> bunch of holes in it. The, um, yeah, because I'm used to- the whole thing with, like, when the discourse, like, started about, like, like, that people didn't like the Disney Star Wars films, especially with The Last Jedi, I was always like, oh, but how do you have this much energy to not like, like, like how does, how is a film, it's, yeah, it's like, like, up. like how can you invest so much time into not liking, a, like how, how, I mean, how, how is this your die on sort of yeah. thing? Like, what is your and then, life? yeah, when with the Raylo thing, I was sort of like, I was dying to ask you, because I was like, I'm just, I, I don't get where the, why people are so, like revved up about it to this degree where they're uh truly either do i um i i think everyone can just enjoy what they want to enjoy and i think shit a lot of shipping may come from relating to characters and maybe so they feel like because we ship different things or we want the ship to happen that it's a like clash and insulting of like your personality Mm -hmm. or like the way that you think uh so, I mean, because I've even admitted it at times where when people say really nasty stuff to me and I'm just like, you're not just insulting something that I like in fiction, you're insulting the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's that I think that's where the, it starts getting like personal. And people, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm personal, like even if it's not intended to be uh, really quick. Well, I don't know. If you disagree with Courtney shipping, <laughs> I would, I've got bad news for you because she called the false connection in the Last Jedi. She called Carrie Fisher's 
um, role in episode nine. So I'm on such like a like vision like role right now, and I don't want to break it because I've gone like like for a really long time on a really good streak. And so I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to be your cool up. I'm like, oh man, so what's gonna happen next? I'm gonna say it here first. What's gonna happen? <laughs> You I have mean, such power. Yeah. I mean, I clearly like Raylo, so. Uh, but, yeah, it just it's just been a long few years. And I, especially, like, in the beginning with just the TFA, a lot of a lot of the people, like, the way it came about was the Force Bond. was like, oh, this Force Bond's happening. Uh, they're going to be able to communicate. And that's just what we, like, what our part, part of the community just, they saw that as, like, that's what's going to be the the future of this saga. We think that's going to happen. And that, that was like a week after TFA came out. And so it does actually like really surprise me that like so many people were surprised that we got it right. Coming. I was like, cause we were like, we knew that a week after was, that was going to happen. I mean, people wrote essays, like 20, 30,000 word essays being like, this is why this is going to happen. Uh, why it makes sense. Like story wise, what the pattern of it in star Wars is. And yeah, so it was just really interesting that so many people were like, what? Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I was spending all that time trying to come to terms with Leia not chewing, not hugging Chewie. That was... Um... Oh, I, I guess I was definitely... That was my first criticism coming out of the movie the first time. I was like, why? What? I passed. Especially when that shot so it could have been so easily fixed by just not having Chewie in it. Yes. Like, you just don't have Chewie in it. There you go. Still, never forget. Never <laughs> forget. And I, I, I'm always... The one thing I like about it is that um, JJ said, I oh, know we just messed up. I don't want to hear anything about the Wookiee yeah. morning process. I, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I, I do give a of props for that. I don't want any, just like, just a good yes. old, I messed up. I don't want to yeah. hear about who, like, what space alienate the homework. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, you just, you made oh, an man. awesome film and you messed up that crucial bit that would have been one of the most tenderest moments in the Star Wars saga. Oh, whatever. <sighs> just if you need someone to, Watch that uh, episode nine one to filter out those mistakes. I am here now, Amy. Yes. I don't even know the gamut of pods that you have, but you've got your awesome podcast, Lattes with Leia. Just the one right now, yeah, Lattes with Leia. And then the book. And the book, Star Wars: Women of the Galaxy. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. What's your favorite page? Oh, you know, actually, I just was looking at page numbers recently. I don't remember what the page was, <laughs> and I don't remember. You don't remember what page Mara Jade's on? I don't remember which character has been announced for sure. So, <laughs> all of them are my favorites. Nice. We're on, we're on the cusp of, of, of some heavy book spoilers right now. Uh, Jared, thank you so much uh, for your time, and you can be heard on Podcast 2187. Yes, every Tuesday or just about every Tuesday on the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Nice. And uh, we enjoyed you over, over Comic Con. Thank you. It was a lot of fun getting to hang out with you guys. Jared, everyone, we, we share a big condo at San Diego every year. And, and Jared is my Comic-Con sunrise. When I wake on the couch and I look up to the balcony, he's always <laughs> out on the balcony. It just is taking things in. And um, About half the time I've not slept nah. at all. <laughs> the other half of the time I've just gotten up. Probably a minute before you did. <laughs> yes, yes. But he, he's... You made him sleep on the balcony, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Very tight for space. Very <laughs> tight for space. I, um, yeah, he's, he's a big part of my Comic-Con 
Uh, Tradition, thanks so much. I hope you guys had a good time. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. And uh, we'll be back for another Hyper Chat. It will be Monday the 13th, back to our Monday timeline. And next week, we'll have uh, an interview episode of Steel Wars. Uh, thank you guys so much. And may that force be with you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. If you're after more Star Wars listening, please check out the Making Star Wars Podcast Network at makingstarwars.net, where you can find such great podcasts as Blue Harvest, First Order Transmissions, Idiots Array, Making Star Wars Now This Is Podcasting, Podcast 2187, Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Cargo Hold, and The Sith List. So that's planetbroadcasting.com and makingstarwars.net. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.